Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. This is the third week, uh, third episode where Greg and I are here together in person. How are you doing today, Greg? Together again for the first time. I love it. For the third time. To the third time. Yes. Third welcome time to the app. Always the special one, right? We're still getting things uh, worked out, but actually, you know, I think things have been running pretty smoothly with what we got going on now. I think we're, it's been very smooth so far. I'm hoping the audio sounds as good as we think it sounds. You know, I um, I think it does, and I think our our uh, sound guy, old Mr. Devin Bertelli, who we thank very graciously every single episode for doing this, he's been, you know, he works very hard uh, putting our audio together and whatnot, so thank you to him. Uh, a big week, man. I like this this episode right now. I'm pretty pumped for. It. Um, first of all, let's get into our int- uh, let's get into our, our, our what's it called our sponsor, <laughs> sponsor this week. Big sponsor, excellent sponsor. Our our sponsor Totino's. Uh, they weren't the happiest with the angle that we took. They wanted us to not mention a single thing about the uh, pizza rolls, and I just couldn't not. Uh, and so they yanked. They yanked the sponsor from us, Old Tostina's Pizza Rolls. But we're back, hot and ready to go, with our brand new sponsor. Still piping hot. Are you thirsty? Like, do you like water? Of course. Of course you like water. You love water. I need it to live. Why not try some all-natural spring water, Zephyr Hills Water? When your water just isn't watery enough... Why not grab a cool, smooth, refreshing Zephyr Hills? Fuck it. Why not grab two? Screw it. It's a party. Let's grab a whole gallon. Six pack of water, baby. Six pack of water. If you're really, if you're really a waterholic, we even do delivery services. That's right. Fuck the Culligan man. It's all about the Zephyr Hills. Beast bottle service. Bottle service. He's a beast of a human, and he brings him in ten at a time. Uh, <laughs> Zephyr Hills, more water. Not available in all locations. Of course not. You really have to be uh, top tier, highest D- echelon, or downtown Manhattan. That's Down. where most of that stuff happens. You, downtown Manhattan, yes. Nowhere else can you get whatever. No, no. Uh, Zephyr Hills, everybody. Clean, refreshing, crisp. These are all adjectives that you would use to describe Zephyr Hills. It's uh, particularly Zephyr Hills. Other waters, I don't know. Wet, maybe. I'm not sure. Zephyr Hills wet. always wet every time. Always every time. You can. That is something you can rely on. Well, you can't rely on a lot these days, you know, Greg. There's not a lot you can rely on. But Zephyr Hills, I can rely. I can crack it open, and I know. I know it's going to quench my thirst. In an unreliable world, Zephyr Hills, it will quench your thirst. And we thank them very much for their sponsorship. So thank you very much, Zephyr Hills. Zephyr Hills. Now, Greg, uh, we have, since we're here in person together and, you know, talking points for us, the name of the podcast has almost been a bit of a, a placeholder that kind of just rooted its way in, almost like a weed. And it looked pretty at first, and we let, let it go, uh, but now it's in there. It's deep. And um, but I think we're it's time to come and, and weed the garden and plant something new. The uh, the what do you call it? The shellfish that is the podcast is ready to molt to mm-hmm. a new shell, to- and we need to figure out what to call the new shell. And we spent quite a bit of time this week 
entertaining ourselves slash trying to come up with a new name. And we figured we'd put some of that out into the internet the for your internet. listening pleasure. And maybe we could get some feedback from the gigantic listener base that we have to see if we can get from all four corners of the U.S., <laughs> corners of the free world. Please, uh, if Jeff and Nelly can uh, just tell <laughs> us what you think of these names. Well, here's the thing. Um, here's the thing. You know, we want to create a new name because what, what we truly want from this is to be able to, uh, we want to make a, a an email address and a Twitter account and as well as, you know, a Facebook page so that we can have everything together. You guys can send us uh, type, you know, different types of content, whether it's photos or videos or ideas for us to talk about, uh, things you want perspective on, whatever it is, we would love to hear from you. But before we can do that, we have to have a name attached to it. So that's what this really is. And we've had a lot of, uh, we had a lot of good ideas. Like you said, a really good week. Um, you know, I'd love to uh, read some of these names. I know you have some favorite ones. Um, let's see. It was Greg. He's a, yeah, yeah. Greg. Oh, man. This, dude, this goes back so far. Greg, Devin, and I all in a chat together. Yeah, I was just mixing some quick create and making light poles. Light poles. What is this? They had to do some like type of landscaping, and so they actually were dropping... Uh, some you know you know you get the post hole digger and then you put the cement in and you put your post in that's yeah. what they were doing in the backyard. My <laughs> okay. sister had this crazy dispute. I went back. Okay, so I've scrolled back very far in our texts, and before this, there's the, 124. That was his first input because so, <laughs> we were going back and forth, and Devin just sent us a screenshot of his phone saying he had 124 texts, <laughs> and he was not pleased. That was his first weigh in. <laughs> And then it only went. And then only went out of control after that. So let's let's uh, let's look at some of these. I liked uh, water cooler star or water cooler stars. That was one you threw out early that I liked. Oh, am I? Am I trying? I'm just trying to get to the beginning. No, you misunderstood. Okay, so, uh, that I think is from like the beginning. There was a shit ton of really. Let's do uh, the topic zoo tropical uh, topical ointment. That was that was some. And then yeah yeah anyway anyway. Ennui. Ennui. Ennui is Ennui. a... Is, yeah. It's a suburban type of thing. You know, it's a French word for like like a housewife that's bored. You know, she doesn't... She has what she needs, but she's got that itch for like whatever, you know, something more interesting. So, but I, that might be a little bit too much for... Too much. It's hard to spell. I don't speak French. Yeah, yeah. I wanted <laughs> something to be representative of both of us and uh, vocabulary wise, it's going to have to fit. Right. How about, when you said, what is that word? I went... Not right, going to work. That's not going to be a good one. <laughs> How about unchecked speculation? I mean, I think that's pretty apt. I don't know if we, that's the branding that we want to do, but I did like that. Guided tour, another direction, repeating between the reporting between the lines. These are all ideas. Uh, these are this. This is all uh, Greg. I had chat patrol, chatters, buddy conference, topic time, the topic exchange, the the powwow. We kind of liked for a minute. Yes, the powwow. The gossip guys, yeah, I liked the powwow, or but just you know, calling like, it powwow. But I think maybe then the Indians would be after us, like they are with like the Redskins and the Cleveland yeah. Indians. Dude, we, don't, we don't need the goddamn. This Indians is not a powwow, right? This is always <laughs> on internet. There's no pow- no powwow. Plus powwow, we we ha- immediately had problems with the spelling. Is it like P O W O W or P O W W? Then it's P O W. Whoa, which is just whoa, whoa. whoa. That's too much. Too serious. It's too you know? serious. And some of the some of the things I didn't like. Some of the names we came up with I didn't like just because 
I don't think it was insinuating the right vibe. Right, like smarter than stupid. Well, it was... (laughs) (laughs) No, but like the reporting between the lines, I was like, reporting, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's very strong language for what we're doing here. The podcast that makes you... I like, yeah, so smarter than stupid, the podcast that makes you just less than dumb. I mean, you know, I kind of like that, but then it kind of sells us a little short, too, because we sometimes are hitting on good angles, and, you know, I feel like humor... Has to has to play some angle in it, whether it's going to be like a a pun, and we had like a million and a half little puns or like little clever turns of a half a phrase. So we don't want to go too cute with it, but right. I think that that should be right. I think that should I think be part. That, of it. I like that. I like that. And then you jumped in with Escape Pod, right? Which I liked. I liked, I liked Escape it. Pod or one of those things, but there's already a handful of people taken. Yeah, it's taken. <laughs> taken. Taken. We should have known some sci-fi dudes fucking of did that course. day one. They're like, wait, podcast? I got it. I don't even have a podcast. Uh, I have a name. And then I, uh, the Confabulous cast, Convos and Confabs, uh, Podnod, Podblast, um, Soup Starter, Just Add Water Pod. What's that? And then I add, yeah. Soup starter, I like that. It's like just like kind of a, a crazy metaphor for what we're doing here because I think we are just kind of trying to come up with things that will maybe kick someone else's conversation into gear. Maybe right. something they hadn't thought about. When I think back to our episodes, we're not necessarily trying to like inform people thoroughly about a topic, but we're just trying to start something and think about something. They pick it up from there. You know, they add, then they go, oh, yeah, I do know something about that. Let me. Go further with it, and so that's kind of why I like soup server. I don't actually know what it's. You know, I you're right, and that it does is, sound like a cooking show. That was the shot you took. That's yeah. One as soon as you said later. it, <laughs> one of said, "What is that? A cooking show?" And you know, that's what I, I like that. But this is helping us dissect what is our podcast and what does it do. And and essentially, at its core, we are both people whose hobby it is to converse. Yeah, that's like that's that's the bottom line. We both have we're we're conversational conversational hobbyist, and uh, whatever it is, whatever the, as long as it's interesting, it's good, and that's you know so that helps a lot. Uh, and let's see what else do we have. Roundup, roundabout, um, chatter, chatter anonymous, look with your ears, jump the turnstiles. Suburban Methquake. <laughs> Suburban Methquake. I kind of like the idea of Methquake, but that certainly would give the wrong connotation because neither of us do meth, so maybe it would be a little bit too... Um... It is funny, though. But, you know, then it's maybe too much of a shot to our listeners that may enjoy meth. They might maybe, enjoy maybe it. taken over by meth, and then it's not so funny. And, you know, and that's okay. Push people away. It's a, if, you're, if you enjoy meth, that's okay. Nothing wrong with that at all. High percentage of Americans are doing meth right now, probably. Enjoying it. Enjoying it. <laughs> What are you doing with your Sundays? I'm going to do a little math. I really enjoy it. It helps me unwind. I only do it on Sundays. You know, a lot of people do it all the time until they're in the gut. I just like to do it on Sunday. Helps just, me unwind. Just in the afternoon. Right? Just watching football. Watching a little football. <laughs> a little math. It was just a little math. Takes you what are some of your favorite ones out here? Um, man, we, so at this point, I feel like we went through a long string of like... Just, just start rambling, dude. I mean... I did... <laughs> Mouth job. Well, that was, so we went through a bunch, and then you came up with Gab, which we liked. Gab. We liked Gab. Then we started talking about Gab, and there was no podcast called Gab. And and we wanted which we liked. We wanted we liked, our own space. It's simple. It's easy. The Gab. Yeah. And it almost, knows what it, Gab almost, is it almost sounds like the Gap, right? And uh, and also or like Gab the cast. 
Gab the cast I didn't like because then we're kind of the verb is not right. like I'm one of those people like if the actual like syntax or the actual um, it's almost like Gab the podcast so Gab the podcast would be better but, but Gab the cast gab is kind of like yeah because it would be like maybe the Gab cast would be better but, but I don't really like the Gab cast I like the Gab or the Gab, gab. I like the gab. I like gab. You can't get any shorter and sweeter than gab. You're right. And it really it really puts it in. So that was something we, we held, and that's that's something we're, we're looking at. But that also feels a little talking pointy, you know? It's like simple, but at the same time, simple works. You know, look at Apple. Their, their shit is all, you know, I really wanted a Steve Jobs this fucking thing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, mayors of Mouthtown, is that how you said it? Yeah, so, so wait, so then this is where Devin weighed in and said... I'm not sure what mark you're trying to hit, but you're not connecting with me. Fucking fucker. <laughs> so there's a lot of talk like that because it just hits his brother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and let's let's face it, he's he's involved, and so we wanted to have some input. We originally, I think, I was just going to bounce this off Isaiah, but we I found a, a thread that had you and I and Devin in it, and that's what I started with, and we sent like a hundred out, and then he got involved, and because we were both kind of on board with Gab. But maybe not a hundred percent because we just started throwing shit back out again after. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I don't know that we found anything better than Gab because we went. There was a little conversation there, and then it slowed down a little bit. Prune Tang <laughs> was something that was thrown out. Uh, press the flesh. Press the flesh, and then um, Pod People. Oh, so that one was taken. So then, when we this now, I know that we're in on Monday morning. That was over the weekend because on Monday morning. I'm driving into work and I said, I like a play on yoga pants are pervasive in American society. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things that definitely is central to most of the topics that we're dealing with. So I said, how about a, some type of play on that yoga pints or then it got to toga, toga pants. Right. And um, I, I, it didn't hit. It didn't hit with the other guys. So it, I think it, it hit with touched. Devin. I, I feel like Devin liked toga pants. And I like the name Toga Pants, but I don't know how I feel about it as the name. Yeah, because it makes it's it just, maybe a little too flippant, a little it? bit too much like... What right. is it? You know, what it's, is it's it? It's just about trying to have a, a, a name that no one else has. Yeah. It's kind of a pun, but it doesn't really say anything. Yeah. I like Yoga Pints did better fit. because the alcohol is... I like Yoga Pints, but then it, it really... Uh, I like Yoga Pints. But Yoga is, is specific, and we don't really have any... I was just thinking... It was a play on we do get into certain aspects of spirituality and like kind of why are we here philosophical type it things. It does happen. So that's why I was thinking yoga pints might be a nice play on it, but I I could definitely get the feel that we were not getting we're enough getting, of you know, a buy-in on it. So we we moved back on to like another ten thousand. But then I feel like bitch Cassidy and the pun dance kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you came up with one that I really liked. Uh, and I thought you felt pretty good about it too. It was road soda? Because was funny you you posted road soda, and then a bunch went by, and I kept thinking about it. I wasn't weighing in at that time, and a bunch of texts went by, and then a little bit later, you someone I think you you said something again about road soda. I was like, yeah, I was actually thinking I, I stuck with road soda. I really like that one. I do kind of like road soda. I, I do really like, like road it. soda. It's very easy on the ears. Everybody knows what it is. Everybody knows what it says. If they don't know what it is, it's kind of so ubiquitous. Right. It's kind of on them that they don't know what a road soda is because... And if you don't, it's a beer you're driving on the road. 
Yeah. There you go. Right? The road it's the beer on the road. It's a beer but one it, for the road. It, beer, it's one for the road. You know, it's something, and the, and the way I look at it is it's easy to remember. It's a fun word to say. You're listening to our podcast in the car. It's something fun you do. You might be listening to it. I mean, I listen to my podcast in the car all the time. And, uh, you know, take a little road soda. It's a little, it's a weight off. It's a, something interesting to listen to. I don't know. But I like I liked the word road soda. I thought maybe it felt, but I don't think maybe it fits perfectly. But I do think we're getting there, you know. Um, peyote Rehab was a little better. Bitter Ball, One Last Bite. Fingering the androgyna, I thought might be a little bit much, but it was you know we're just we're just uh, cut off spaghetti my, at the wall. Cut off my crusts. <laughs> my buns have no seeds. A little specific for a reference. Do you know what that is from, by the way? No, what is it from? Do you ever see Coming to America? Of course. He's the guy who uh, has the McDowells. All right. Oh, and, right. and the McDonald's people are always like trying to get into this lawsuit with him because he's. Pretty much stealing everything they, they got do. the They got the Big Mac. We got the Big Mac. We got the Big Mac. And he runs through and it's exactly the Big Mac. Except he says, their bun has seeds. My bun has no seeds. Bam! It's not the Big Mac. Exactly. I thought that would be a nice I thought that would be a nice thing, but I don't know who I would be saying we're stealing from. But right. maybe, I'm, maybe the insinuation there was, we're doing something that's... It's, it's, an, it's an out there idea, right? Like we're, we're just putting our own take on it. Gabaroni. I like that one. Kick, I like Gabaroni. Kick, kick her in the box along with Uqueef. Uh Drown, drown them all. Let let Poseidon sort them out. D T A L F P P S T O. You know, it's uh, it's a little long. I was just I was just trying to touch all the bases, make sure we we knew what we didn't like. Larping out loud. Eight lords of larping. <laughs> Boardwalk Jabroni. Uh, let's see. There you go. Cunning stunts. Fickle carnival. Barker's delight. I kind of liked fickle carnival, but uh, yeah, it sounds a little like Rob Zombie-ish. It's a little yeah, because carnival definitely is a different direction. Me, yeah, it's like I mean, there's no clowns out here. Uh, stress stranglers. Um, naked brunch. So naked brunch. What, what do you think about naked brunch? By the way, only because Devin pointed out. You know what? That's the reference to. No. The famous modern it's like a 90s movie that was made and I think it was a book that was made into a movie but the author was like a modern Naked Lunch was the movie never heard of Naked Lunch it was like 90s no not modern postmodern I mean I've, I think I maybe heard of the name where it's pretty fucked up the guy who's in it is um, it's a famous actor that plays the role of a. he's like an author that's having a hard time he's going through like a writer's block and by the end of the thing he turns into like a I want to say he turns into like a snail or something. Like and in like, real life. The typewriter is like doing its own thing. He's like a snail. Oh, that sounds ridiculous. It sounds like the human fly or the fly or whatever. Well, it, it wasn't even like that cool. It wasn't even that <laughs> it cool as the fly. It was like just metaphorical. Ragtime stud. Studded mud ring. <laughs> I think that's a little... <laughs> Wet your whistle. Not so fast. Not so fascist. I like that. Nacho Idea, Nacho Daddy, Freelance Filibuster, Albatross of Nudity, Never Nudes, The Never Nudes, uh, Practical Implications, Imply This. This is the kind of stuff I was going through my week with, was just constant bombardment of... That's true, because I was just throwing out like 10 or 12 Sauces times, Sandwich, Submarine Sandwich. <laughs> Troller Blades, Loot My Fire... Sheet, skeet shooters. Think Uncle John. 
I mean, I meant to little John. I, <laughs> I meant little John. No, but but Uncle John is much funnier because it's like the everybody knows Uncle John. <laughs> Uncle Johnny, uh, Quaker host. I've fallen and I can't get off. Breaking dental records. Broken dental records. Checklist of unrealized gains. Taming my baloney. My baloney has secrets. Hard for silence. That was that was like a. I thought I was thinking of a Steven Seagal movie for some reason. Hearts of Silence, maybe. No, he did a movie like Hard to Kill, I think. Or oh, hard. And you're hard for silence. Yeah, I like ski shooters. Um, let's see. Green thumb for tragedy. Finger on the thumb. Under thumb. Under my thumb. Feet fetish. Make no mistakes, Ger. Did do you think and he meant he, that? By the way, do you think I he think meant- he might have done it on purpose for sure. Uh, and then he put logs of lives. Logs of cogs, cog logs. <laughs> you were just pulling there. <laughs> yeah, I was. The NFL is a racist organization. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. That is not <laughs> the appropriate. NFL's that is not on target. That is not easy to say. I, I don't, I don't it's know. the complete opposite. Yet it was the best one Devin brought to the table. By the way, <laughs> um, some. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Pundits sticker bumper. That one's kind of interesting. Uh, kiss the pavement. Quality ham. Text transmissions. Text transmissions. Sending you a text. Contextual. Textodermy. That's interesting. Pedal to the metal. Putting. Putting it down. Putting it down. Pudding. You know, like everyone. Pudding. Loves I get pudding. It. pudding. Everyone loves pudding. Uh, flashy surfaces. Shiny <laughs> uh, predicates. Instead of shiny objects. The opposite of the object is the <laughs> yeah, like, I like that I say the things you, you wrote <laughs> down and then you can now explain them to no me. because you didn't get any context for them when I was throwing <laughs> them out because I was throwing them out like 20 at a time you really were Li- uh, license pending potting along I like that one's cool claptrap uh, he must does Devin play video games um I think he used to he's got four kids now but he used to play video games because yeah, Claptrap is the name of a character from a pretty popular border game a pretty popular video game called Borderlands Claptrap is like a character in the game that's kind of in a way like the Danny Ma like kind of walks you through the game like talks to you a bunch but is also like part of the game it's like a little robot he's like your narrator for the game he doesn't narrate but he like talks to you through the game like helps you through the game it's like the first thing you talk to in the game and like Claptrap. Claptrap. It's a little robot with like one wheel. It's actually, dude, it's a really entertaining game. It's a really Borderland. well, Borderlands. very Borderlands. Very well written. Very funny, humorous game. Extremely what, what well What would I play it on? Is it a computer game or is it like an everything. Xbox? Xbox, computer, PlayStation. Oh, everything. You can play it on They just do that now. Everything. Oh, dude, it's everything. Fucking, that's great. I've put in, before I stopped doing the food truck and came to the work with you, I put in at least 40 hours. Me and a friend of mine, yeah. Wow. Great game, so much fun, and the whole time you're playing it, now you're playing it, you're like, this is fun. It, you're like, this is funny too. Like, Are you going around like, killing stuff? It's like a big open kind of world thing, and like you're this guy, and it's like post-apocalyptic, but it's like almost uh, uh, like cartoonish in a way, like the way it's like cell shaded. So it looks like a comic book. It looks like you're in a comic book, but like all the characters are like really over the top, and like all these people are like insane. And like it's just very well written and like humorous, and uh, a lot of the missions are really like. Um, petty like they're like some guys like I need you to go kill somebody because they stole a bottle cap from me and I hate that and like just real stupid shit and, and then you go do that and, and then you go something. do that and then they'll give you like a goofy ridiculous gun that does stupid shit and like you know 
It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. You can play it split screen. It's like one of the it's only... It's unbelievable to me the breadth of video games that are available. It just gets away from you, man. There's a space game that my brother wanted to get my kids. Uh, it's available. He thought it was available in the Xbox, which they have. It's only available in the PlayStation. It's called... Like, whatever it is, is like, it's generating... It's You're out in the universe, going from planet to planet. What's this game called? It was kind of famous. Oh, I've heard of it. Like, I, you um, can't... Do you know when it first got released? When it first got released, they people got really mad because it, it wasn't exactly what they said it was going to be. And they released it, and they're like... I, I can't remember what it's called. It's like Fractured, or it's like uh, something like that. And it's like you're traveling around exploring the universe and, like, landing on these planets. And, like... They made it seem like you can land on these planets and like explore them and all this stuff, but it, it apparently it's like really not what everyone expected when they released it. So it's so much more like, limited, obviously. It's much more limited. Everyone's like, man, this sucks. And they're like, wait, 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 no. Every and planet they, has a saloon and they, a store. No, and now, and they, yeah, now they're like, now they, yeah, they released all this like really goofy. They made it sound like though, the, it's just this infinite universe. Like you were going to be able to be the first one to explore whatever, what. And I mean, when he was pitching me, I was like, "Holy shit!" Video is that, games is that are video getting games? out of control. And that's funny how he was pitching it to you was probably the way he saw yeah. it pitched to him through that because that's the way. It, and but it was a huge thing when the internet, when like when it finally came out and all the reviews started coming out about it and like the people on these different forums like on Reddit and stuff were like, "This shit is terrible." Yeah, like we thought we were gonna be we can't do nothing in this game. Uh, but I like death taxes and Wi-Fi Wi-Fi connection. Take my Wi-Fi, please. I actually, yeah, I actually like that. I like um, to take my Wi-Fi, please, but I don't know if that's our audience that would, yeah. you know, appreciate some old, old-ass humor like that. Next round's on me. That one's got to be taken. Uh, red herring. That's funny that you say red herring, because um, the red herring is was mentioned a lot in the uh, Netflix show that we're watching, Evil Genius. That we'll, we're going to be talking about that here in just a few moments. Yeah, because you know what a red herring is. It's like a, uh, like a fake, a fake like Something diversion. Yeah. yeah, and they were yeah, yeah. So in that show, there was I watched one of, only like one and a half. I haven't watched two, so I'm curious. To see I finished. So I've I've watched two episodes fully okay. twice. You watched the same two twice. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell. We'll talk about that. So let's let's go ahead and um, wrap this up. We're getting ahead of ourselves here. Pickled herring, red herring. Homo say what? <laughs> no, fe- no fear unknown. Santa Claus tra- uh, claustrophobic. I like that. Happy meal. No free hunch. In bed with moisture. <laughs> Victory trap. Trapping trappings of malaise. There's so many of these. I think at this point we had kind of run out of. I, I was just throwing shit out, and I didn't really have much more because I was kind of married to a couple of them. I like the gab. I like road soda. And uh, there was a couple others that I liked that have been since just washed with like what? Well, you don't like them, so it's like toga I'm not pants. Keep... You were really tied to toga pants. I like toga pants, and there was another one earlier that didn't get a whole lot. Uh, it was actually one of the ones you read, and I was like, all right, if you guys aren't into it, I can keep going. How about the Truman cast? Uh, the Truman cast. I think that's terrible. Is that? It's more clever. <laughs> it's more clever. Like oh. Nice. You you uh, turned the well. Truman a lot of people the... would be like, "Ooh, I love Harry Truman." Let's see what's going on in this, and they would be massively disappointed. It would be yeah. Um, chatter batter, meeting of the guys, craving convo, the magical world of conversing, the adventures of Skeet and Feet. <laughs> Which oh, I was curious, was I Skeet or Feet? <laughs> Which one do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> You definitely hold the feet roll. 
<laughs> she is a feet kind of guy. Uh, meeting of the guys sounds a little gay. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Thanks again, Kevin, for your <laughs> continued contribution. Pray the gay away. Uh, <laughs> that'd be a funny podcast. Pray the gay away. Uh, again, that would be a lot of disappointed a people little, coming in. That's a little on the nose, huh? <laughs> Crop dusting the internet. C D I T or C C D was that? Well, that oh, was crop dusting. I, okay, yeah, for yeah, the, yeah, that was me trying to extra sell crop dusting the internet. The no name, no slogan podcast. Crypto potology. Two timing titty touchers. Greg's fart. <laughs> <laughs> Not a huge fan of that one. Not really trying too hard out here. Uh, generation gap. Generation jump. Now I feel like I was trying. I was getting somewhere with that because uh, you know we are right on this um, cusp now that, maybe that could generation cusp because that's kind of like where we are you're I feel like you're right at the end of a generation I'm like right at the beginning maybe yeah of a generation which which what do you you're like an old millennial Is yeah that what you think I would feel I'm an old millennial and I think you're a young wife maybe well you're or like an early wife? you're an old millennial but like you're an early millennial basically because you're yeah, one of the first yeah. millennials and I'm one of right. the last Generation Xers, right? X, right? And there's, I guess, the generation. Is there anything in between? Is a Generation Y like a thing? I don't think so. Okay, so I, just I went just, from I X to yeah X to Millennial. I think. Yeah. So maybe it can be Millennial X. Well, Millennial X, I like that. It sounds like <laughs> someone's gonna be like, I didn't like that curb stomping scene. I think I'll just steer clear <laughs> of the sequel. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's not like that. They talk about American we don't do history. That <laughs> See what I mean? People be like, no, no now I know for sure. I'm not interested. I'm not going to listen to that. That was not cool with me at all. <laughs> the shower scene just. No, did he? <laughs> Man. So, yeah, um, we have. But I thought I was getting somewhere with that, like, because we are, like, um, you know, this generation cusp. Gen cusp. Um, I feel like there might be because it's our perspective, and it's kind of like through between through our two perspectives, you get more of a wider. So do you? Of, I like that because we don't directly talk about it a lot, but I do think it is a, kind of a. Central, it gives us a bigger spectrum. You can go further this way. I can go further that way. I think, and in that we have a wider. So maybe that's something that of, we should think about incorporating into the name because we do. It's not something that comes up directly a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's it obviously is central to what we're doing here. It's which our is, perspective. Yeah, it's the what you're getting is, is right. a young millennial, an early millennial adopter, and a late Gen Xer. Gen Xer. So I, a millennial X might not be a bad. Um, that might not be a bad name. That sounds cool. Millennial X. Millennial X. Something with millennial. It just that's the coolest thing. If we can say that's why I was thinking generation gap, generation jump. Um, X, mill X, mill millennial X. Um, we can't do mill. That's that's like a when you when you get married, your mother in law. It becomes tricky how to address your mother in law. You're gonna call her. My mother in law's name is Kathy. Am I gonna call her Ma, Mom? I'm not gonna do that. She's like, I just met this lady. Am I gonna call her Kathy? I'm not gonna call her Kathy. She's my wife's mother. So how do you come up with Mill? <laughs> it's the fucking acronym for mother-in-law. Ah. I just started calling her Mill because I didn't know what else to fucking call her. She loved it, and I went, "That's what we're doing." I still call her Mill. It's been 15 years. Wow. 
So I really can't use mill because... Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I get it. So millennial know. X, but millennial X does sound... Okay, so I think this is the perfect place to move on, but what we're getting at is uh, we'll come back to you next week. Hey, let me actually just take one more quick pass. Um, let's see. Y, oh, yeah, I, or X millennial, because I accidentally put Y millennial. X millennial, um, so what does that mean? That sounds like, like <clears throat> a suicide of like a 28-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like... Uh, what was it? I had some yeast ones. What was it? Yeastward bound. A journey. To I the did kind of like the yeast thing because I, it insinuates <laughs> some type of like, you know, some type of conversation starter or some type of you know. Oh, convo, convo yeast. It's like a starter. Convo starter. Convo conversational. I like that too. I like convo <sighs> and yeast in there. Convo yeast, but it also sounds gross. I, so, <laughs> so it, yeah, yeast definitely has the other connotation too. <laughs> But so just so where we're at, I know that there were like another 30 or 40 that were thrown out at least after even where we're at. But I feel like we were both kind of either or on the fence with Gab or The Gab or Road Soda. And now there was a bunch thrown out. And I do actually like the Millennial X thing. I'd love to get some feedback if, if someone had something to throw I wish, out. Yeah, but that's the thing. We don't even have an email address yet for any of this stuff. We don't have somebody. That's why we're doing this is so we can have an email and have people like... Give but you feedback. said you did get an email to start, right? And so also maybe- this episode, well, this episode won't be out for, we're going to record next week and hopefully have this thing locked down. So this episode won't be out for at least three, four weeks, almost a month. So you're talking like Christmas 2019? At least. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have to ad- quarter, address the Trump assassination soon because, yeah. I mean, it's already been three months. Special education? Yeah, that was kind of. I like. I like it, but in 2018, you can't. You can't I think if you on. use the full word and don't shorten it to special ed, if we just call it special education, <laughs> that does not soften the blow at all. I think it does. I liked kibitz and bits. I loved kibitz and. Bits. I like kibitz and bits. It insinuates that we have a Jew on the team, and we're just kind of fucking around. But we're just fucking around, kibitz and bits. Um, so that's what we have so far, and you know we're gonna lock this in. And because we really want to have uh, create an avenue where our, anybody who's listening, whether they're a listener down the road or, or now, or, or now, to be able to have a direct back and forth, um, to you know, an email address where if you see uh, some kind of video or you see anything, you want to send it in. Hey, they should talk about that. Send it to us, and we would absolutely love that. But before we can give you that, we gotta come up with a name that we want to stick with because talking points. It's okay, but it's just not really cutting it right now. Doesn't it? Doesn't it's not the thing we want to get behind branding wise, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really have much no, teeth there's, to there's it. Not yeah, you're right. But um, so that being said, uh, we'd love to have you guys weigh in, but we just don't have a way for you to weigh in at this point. And uh, we will probably have the name solidified by the t- next time we do the podcast. Um, so we have big things yes. just in general for our this entire show. Not just this show, but our show and where we want it to go. Um, but we're here for you guys and we, we love doing this and we're going to keep doing it. But let's do what well, I'm very excited about this. Very excited about Evil Genius. Let's go into our Millennial Book Club. Everybody, Millennial, welcome to the Millennial Book Club. Club, let's see. Uh, so, and furious scribbling, <laughs> furious scribbling ensues. Millennial Book Club, aka 
just fucking watching Netflix. It's the Netflix book club. That's what we do. And for this past couple of weeks, our uh, book club, our thing that we've been watching has been Evil Genius. Creepy. It's fucking creepy. Now, here's my thing. I we have both watched the same amount of it. How many? How many are there, by the way? Do you know how many? Four. There are? Four. Okay. And then it's it. Oh, it's all not done. Nope. Okay. Because I found the fourth one is called Confessions. Okay. And I when I saw that I was like, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm watching this whole thing. I would love for us to continue on and then next week like do finish watching it okay. and then do a conclusion. I would love because I'm I'm gonna finish watching. You need this some video. closure on. I this. need some closure on this thing. Okay, so let's. First of all, Evil Genius. How are we going to talk about this without ruining it for people, by the way? Well, you know, we can't... I think we can tiptoe around it. Let's not give away too many things. But it was something that actually happened and anybody who... You know, it happened. If you had a, a, a TV... You know what's funny? Is I've asked all my parents, my uncle, everybody, do you remember in 2003 the guy who robbed... A bank, the pizza delivery guy. Nobody had heard of it. That robbed a bank. It was international news. It was yeah, international this, news. But that just means it was on headline news, like for like a day and a half, and then that's so. And then that much was shit. it. You're in Dunkin' Donuts or wherever, and there's a TV on with that super hot chick, and the headlines are on. And she's just pizza like, bomber. Mississippi dog attacks someone. Da da da. Flood. Da da da. Nobody gives Nobody a shit remembers. about any of that. Like it's it's literally it's there to kill the line when you're kill the time when you're in a line. Right. Nobody gives a shit about any of that. They literally run through every single state doing these stupid stories. That's what this was. But when you watch the show, it was graphic. And to see the guy, would this be too much of a giveaway? Well, well let's first let's explain the entire what Evil Genius is. So Evil Genius, uh, what it it's it's based about. It's it's a documentary series based on a bank robbery that happened in two thousand three, <clears throat> where a pizza delivery man was sent to a house and he had a, a bomb strapped to his neck. Uh, somebody like these people took him, strapped a bomb to his neck, forced him to rob a bank. And I don't think we're giving anything away by saying the bomb goes off and he dies. Because it happened. Yeah. It happened. It's For like, me, that was it's the like craziest thing. I was like, we're watching it several times. You actually see the bomb go off on the dude. And it was like, am I watching Faces of Death 27? I know. It's what not, the fuck? I was very perturbed by that. And I mean, when I saw, I was sitting there, it's like 10, 15 minutes in, and they just, they're building that up. And you know, the way the guy's talking, I st- began feeling terrible. Like, you're like, oh my God, they're going to show this happen. I'm like, they're going to, and the guy's. You can start telling, like, oh my God, they're going to show this. <laughs> then they show it without even a, a whole lot of pomp and circumstance. They're just like, the over, the, the voiceover doesn't even like really like say like, and now you're about to. He no. just keeps going, and he's like, and on June twelfth, bam, and you're and like, you hear Holy the beeping, shit. you hear the beeping. Oh yeah, you hear the beeping, <laughs> and then you're like, damn it. But the thing is, they—it's almost like they led you down the same path that the guy did, because you can see up until that point, you know, they had sat him down in the middle of the road. The cops sat sit him down in the middle of the road, and they handcuff him, <clears throat> and uh, he's telling them, he's like, I got a bomb strapped on my around my neck, and as they're talking and going back and forth, he's like, I'm looking for the key, I'm looking for the key to get it off. And uh, he's, you know, his demeanor is kind of like casual, but then when he hears the beeping, as the list, as the viewer, we're watching this documentary, you hear the beeping, and you're like, oh shit. He doesn't even like. And then and change the, a whole lot though. He does when he hears the beeping. You start here. He starts going, guys, <sighs> dude, it's just, it's just like, 
It was guys, like, can you? Oh man, think man. about this. This is what I was thinking the whole time because you, you and I lying. were watching at the same time. I was like, if Jason Statham has a bomb strapped around his neck, you imagine how that's going to go. Think of the exact opposite end of the spectrum. I felt so bad for this guy. He was like, guys, I don't want to bother anyone here. I don't know how many donuts there are left, but also. I do have this thing beeping around my neck. I was like, dude, you could not have gone down with less of a fight. Uh, he, you're, I think you're right. I think he could not have gone down with less of a fight. I felt so bad for the guy yeah. on that level. Like, mm-hmm. your life, all the magical little things that have to happen for you to become a life on earth with all the self-awareness and all that shit. And that is what it went to. And I, it sucks. I don't know what I would do if I was a pizza. If I just went to my neighbor's house and they... Put a gun to me and strapped a fucking thing on my neck. What are you going to do? Realistically, what do you... Unless you are Jason Statham and you can jump from building to building with this thing behind you and smack it on a edge of a counter or something. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. But you just feel like the guy didn't even really... Which lets you... Go he that, didn't... He didn't try that hard. He didn't try that hard. You should. He should have been panicking. If it was... If he was really grabbed and this thing was really forced on him and he was in this... Doing this whole thing, he should have been a little more he should have panicked a little more in that situation and and you know i think there's they start touching on it like how much he knew like at the very beginning of the of the documentary uh the head of the fbi the guy that headed the investigation from the fbi was fbi was like why was he so calm and casual why when he walked into the bank to rob the bank with he had a cane gun by the way guys it was a cane that was actually a gun why was he just waiting online for a few minutes when he knew he had a live bomb strap? Why did he grab a lollipop out of the dish and suck on it while walking out swinging his cane like Charlie Chaplin? Which was a, a testimony from one of the witnesses who was there. Like He walked out swinging it like he was Charlie Chaplin. Like, why was he that calm doing this? And why, when he was in the road, was he like, guys, I need the key? And, and to me, I think, in a way, maybe he did know. They told him, like, look... We're going to strap this to you. You're going to go and do this. You're going to get away with it because you were forced to do it. It's not a real bomb. It's, then it's not a real bomb. But you were forced to do it. And so they can't get you in trouble because you were forced. But then on their side, they're like, we're totally going to kill this guy because we can't have him talking. We can't trust him. And then when he starts hearing the bomb, beep, beep, he starts, starts clicking like, holy shit, this might be real. And that's when he's like, guys, I'm not lying. Ooh, dude. I don't want to. I feel like maybe we. We've uh, kind of spoiled. It did we? Point. Is it spoiled though? Because all what it really is is watching. Yeah, because them for me, the excitement it. of like, holy shit, this is not what I thought it was going to be at all. I thought it was going to be like making of a murder or, or one of these other like pseudo doc things where they just throw a bunch of shit together and tell you a story, and it's like, all right, that's a weird story. Like I had seen one recently on. Um, uh, what's the? Um, what's the? Virus protection program. I was telling McAfee. You. McAfee. Oh man, McAfee. Mac. Yeah, dude. That. that dude was fucking crazy. But it was just a doc about this guy, and at the end of it, I was like, interesting that I found out he didn't even bang any of those girls. Just had them shit in their mouth. He just had them shit in his mouth. Well, have I sit over a hammock? He wasn't even <laughs> shitting in their mouth. No. I could see that if he was like, oh, I'm so sick of cleaning up all these computers. I just want to shit in someone. No, they're shitting in his mouth. I was like. Forget about all the other details. What the fuck, dude? That's the documentary. What the fuck? That is the documentary. For and everything he ran else. for president. He ran for president after that, by the way. Really? Yeah. He ran for president. Our shit-in-mouth president. Some bullshit, you know, libertarian party, uh, whatever. He didn't have much of a chance, but neither did, Donald, neither did Donald Trump, I guess. 
But uh, all right, so I do think we kind of ruined it a little bit. But I, I've only seen an so, app and a half, so if there's two and a half left to go, I'm certainly curious because what we didn't get into is where they try and figure out who who did this, who did this, and, and that I don't know much about, and I am very interested to see who did this and what was the real reason because it seems like from just the first app they wanted the guy to die or they didn't they expected the guy to die. Yeah, and, and you, was there even money? How were they even going to get the money? I don't know. I don't know. It was really interesting, and you know what's funny is. So they at one point they ended up. Uh, I'm not so I won't give away like who it is like, but there are there are some suspects that they begin dealing right with. right off the bat. They talk about yeah, they, so they, yeah, and so I'm not like giving it away, but um, there was this. <laughs> I love this one part when one of the police officers is who was on the scene, and um, he's talking about <clears throat> how he's like he had to go pick up the suspect for it was almost like a different case that happened. Uh, very close by. I mean, okay. you remember, I'm sure. But uh, was this in the first app? It might have been like the second beginning of the second one. But it was okay. something else that happened, and they allude to it right at the oh. beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, he, right. yeah. So he's going to pick up the suspect and drive that drive them to the thing, and he's like, it was you know the suspect, and I don't. Even, I'm not even giving their gender. He's like the suspect, you know, hadn't showered in maybe days, weeks, months. It was really hot summer, eerie. You know, that was just like the most difficult, hard 10, 15 minutes driving with her. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> driving with her, whatever. Driving with her in my car. And I love that, like, people have died, right? Like, yeah, but like, he had to live through this. He didn't live through the deaths and all that shit. That 15 know, minutes like, was dude, obviously an ordeal for this guy. He's like, I, and he's talking about, he's like, I had the air conditioning at full blast. It just wasn't enough. It's like, <laughs> this guy is like, this, this dude had this poor guy had a bomb strapped around his neck that went off other people are dying shit's going on and you have to sit in the car for 10 to 15 minutes with a lady that stinks and he's like that's the worst part of this whole thing and it's probably like I, two years have passed since it actually happened and he's, and he's still like, bringing up are we talking about that girl let me tell you the story <laughs> that's how life off. is by the way this, if you can't it sit was back a, and think about the most important things that happened and like this is bigger than that the things that happen to you are the things that stick with you. Right. And it clearly was quite the experience for that guy. I don't remember that part. That must have been the second part. Uh, it's the beginning. Yeah, it's like in the beginning. And then there's another part. I love, because I've seen it twice now. <laughs> what Yo, why was, did you watch so I watched, two of them, but twice? So what happened was, my nightly schedule is, I will uh, put something on, and there's a game on my phone I like to play, and I'll play it, and I'll like watch something and kind of play, right? <clears throat> well, I was trying to do that, and is it that Pornhub game where you're like banging creatures from like Disney characters or whatever? Yeah, and Pokemon, and Pokemon. And Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, no, it's like a card game. Uh, it doesn't matter, man. All right. <laughs> no, I'm curious. Don't ask me. Oh. About it. All right, sorry. That's but anyway, so what happened was I was like, I can't. I gotta focus on this. And I became so enthralled, and like it made me feel so terrible and like shitty when it was over. I was like, oh, like just knowing that something like that existed. Or exists in the world like that kind of stuff like I felt terrible so I had to tell people about it. and I was telling like my girlfriend and my my dad about it and stuff and then I was like let's watch it so then we sat down and watched because we want to know like you start watching it and you're like what is the deal tell me please 
what's the deal? I right. need to know. I'll be pissed if I get to the end of Ep 4. And, and I'm like, so we're not really sure. We don't know what the deal is. I'll be like, fuck that. Because they, they're definitely, hopefully by the end of 4, they're telling me what happened and, the, and someone was brought to justice. I just want a guy to come out and I want it to be like the America's Most Wanted guy and he, I want him to go, the so America's Most Wanted guy. We found this son of a bitch. This is what happened. Here is the deal. That's what he, deal. he needs to come out. But, um, so that's why I'd watched it twice. But, so, the, uh, there's a part where they're going through one of the suspects' house, right? Who who is of course a hoarder, dude. This shows everything. There's hoarders, there's, there's everything, right? And they're going through his house, and they're like, "We found a, <laughs> we found a bag of blood," and and he's like, "Me, it was me." <laughs> and, then, and then they're like, <laughs> "Found a bag of blood," right? And then he goes, "Me, it was me." Like this whole thing is recorded. It, this really happened. <laughs> he's like, "Me, it was me." And they're like, okay. And he goes, uh, they're like, there was a ra-, and he was like, there's a razor blade at the bottom of it. And they're like, I guess we, <laughs> we, we didn't search through the bag of blood. <laughs> Rifle through yeah. the bag of blood, you know. And then he holds his hand up and he goes, sorry, attempted to, uh, sorry, attempted suicide. And then he goes, did you get my notes? And they're all like looking around at each other like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> again, I had this stinky bra in the back. We just kind of cruised by real <laughs> quick. <laughs> Just had to get the fuck out of there. You know how many times I've had That's that car clean. Such a poorly planned suicide. You're and a hoarder, like, and they keep like, him find your notes. He's like, "Did you, did you guys get my notes?" And they're like, uh, and everyone's like looking around, like, mm. and one guy's like, "Oh yeah, I got it." And the guy's like, "It was three pieces of paper." And the one guy's like, uh, "Yeah, we got it." Right? Like one guy, nobody else really even like knew or was like. Because there's just so much shit going on in this house. Like, how would you know? Like, that's a suicide. Like, I need to re- pick that up and read it. There's like cat shit and dead things everywhere. It's like, how do you know that's important, right? Have you ever been in one of those houses, like a hoarder yeah, house? Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, I've been in a hoarder house. Dude, it 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 <laughs> attacks your senses so many ways. You see everything but nothing at the same time. I remember going the one time I was in one of these houses. I didn't know it. It was you like see this, everything and nothing. My buddy's son. His sister died. My, my buddy's daughter died. Freak accident. We go up for the funeral, and her little brother was, like, having a hard time with it. He was, like, 16. And I said, hey, I'm going to take him to the pool hall, and, like, we'll hang. You know, I'll just pull him out of the funeral shit. Because he doesn't want to sit and eat finger sandwiches for three hours with 80-year-old people that are going to keep telling him how sad it is. And he just, he wants to go do something else. So we go to this pool hall. We're just going to shoot pool and, like, fucking hang out. And then I'm going to take him back to his house. He bumps into a buddy of his. And he goes, let's do... He wants us to go to his house. Let's go. And I went, whatever you want to do, man. Let's go. Well, we went to Taco Bell and then went back to this guy's house. We were going to watch this movie, Half Dead Fred, Dead, Dead, Fred's Dead. Sure. What's, what's the fuck is this stupid movie? Anyway, he right before we get into the house, this is all he gives me for a tip. He goes, oh, by the way, the guy's house is kind of, he just does the little thing. And I go, <laughs> wiggle your hand back and And I'm like, oh, whatever. I don't even care. Dude, the guy's house was not this, okay? <laughs> not a little. The guy's parents were like, should have been locked up for being like major hoarders. We go into the house. All you have is like trails through Good, the They rooms. call them goat trails. Everything. There was like one of the, it wasn't even the kitchen. The living room had like so many, you know, like those heavy, thick black pans. Like pans that you're going to like blacken shit anyway. They weren't blackening shit in it. They, they were doing some other shit in it. And it was like... <laughs> and they, and they were in the living room. And there was a bunch of them. And I'm like... <laughs> there's one time. They just cook on them over and over and I don't even know what the fuck it. was going on. I, like I said, you see everything and you see nothing. You're just like... 
What am I doing? What is happening? You know what's crazy is... The whole house was like that. Every scrap of the house was... was, And the kid had all the... He worked at some store. This is my favorite part. The kid worked (laughs) at some place and he was like stealing the shit out of stuff at the place. He was like a stalker at... It was either Walmart or Target or like a big box store. So we're in this room watching this movie and I'm like, I don't even want to touch anything. I was sitting like this... Everything was just covered Eating with shit. Chocolate, but you had probably had a space on a bed. I, was, to I had a t- like right. I definitely had to clear some shit off to get on his bed. And and I'm looking at Matt. and I'm like, "You cool?" And he's like, "Dude, I've known this guy for years." Like, because the guy kept running out of the room, coming back, and he was like, "Check this out. I got a samurai sword." And I was like, "All right, dude, take it easy." And he was like, "All right, you guys are interested in that? Fuck it." And he just threw it behind him. He was like, <laughs> "Digging through some shit." He's like, "Check this out. I got this." We're sitting there trying to watch the movie, and I was like. Man, I can't wait till Matt just says, "Let's get the fuck out of here." But he didn't because he, he, like, he, he never said. He never said. The kid was like constantly showing us. He was like, "Dude, I look ripped, at this. I ripped Target off all the time. Look at this, brand new." Out of the and if we weren't like totally like stoked with follow up questions, he was like, "Fuck it, watch the." And then he just started like rummaging through shit. He'd disappear into the room. He'd come back in, check it out. It's like a Superman shirt thing, you know. You can open, yeah. Over and over, like the whole hour. I was like, dude, we gotta get the fuck out of here, dude. This is, is like and you know what's crazy is the hoarder always invites people in. His parents are the hoarders, but he's clearly being raised to be a hoarder. I mean, he, you can't yeah, grow up in an environment like that and get out okay. That is, you're right. You know, there's a uh, there's a lot of nature and nurture in there. He came from them, and they're that's true. <laughs> that's true. He's got the double edged sword of nature and nurture because he's living with it, and he's got the genes that created that shit. So you know, it's just. Uh, it's just so nuts that I've like how many times I've been invited into the home of a hoarder, and they're just like, "Come on in." With, like different people? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's weird to me. That is weird. I mean, I don't. I bet you most people know maybe one, and it might be like a two degree off thing. Because let's face it, by nature they're not super social people. Right. They're fucking surrounded by their toenail clippings and their fucking bags of blood and shit. Bags of blood, man. And you know what's funny? What's really funny about the note that the guy had left? And they showed it on the, they show it on the documentary, and it says so. Brian Wells was the they're they're investigating this guy, who has who cut his wrist, for something else, right? And the pizza bomb guy's name was Brian Wells, and so on this suicide. It note, was Brian Wells. That's his name. Is Brian Wells? Is the pizza the guy who had the, the collar around his neck? That's that's the guy right. That I remember that name. Miles. I remember that name. So <laughs> the first point of our subject on the letter that he left was number one this has nothing to do with the Brian Wells case <laughs> how and sucky she, is that that's like if your name is Britney Spears you're like not the Britney Spears you know I'm a very different Britney Spears he's like this has nothing to do with it and the guy's like so why'd you put that on there and he's like you know so you wouldn't run around like worrying about like does this have something to do with it? but you, I don't want to waste your time and they're like so obviously we're gonna totally see if this has anything to do. It's like, what are you talking about? Wait, so but it was totally unrelated. Um, well, you know, it's yet to be seen. I don't want to like we're gonna, you know. What are the chances another guy named Brian Wells had? What, what do you mean Brian Wells? No, he they were well in the documentary. You know, so he's being he's being investigated for something other than what happened. But it's all in the same town. But it's his all, name is Brian Wells, the suicide guy. No, 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 the suicide guy is not named Brian Wells. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying the suicide guy was writing a suicide note saying, "No, no, no. he says this, this is has my goodbye to, to the world. My name is Brian Wells. Asterisk, no. not the Brian Wells no. from the well-documented <laughs> 2003 neck bombing." No, this was like within the same few months of everything, like days of everything that happened. I believe, like same okay. months. 
All right. I believe. So it co- okay. And so that's why he was like, and then they're investigating him for something completely. It was a murder that was completely different to the to the collar bombing. And in his suicide note, point number one was this has nothing to do with that. <laughs> and it's almost like okay, you know, like the. But anyway, um, so wait, wait. When I saw it, I remembered the name was Brian Wells because I was in a fantasy football league with a cup for a couple of years with a bunch of dudes that are like Sarasota homegrown. One of the dudes' names in the fantasy wow. football league with a Y. With a Y. <laughs> nothing to do Dude, with the with Brian a, Wells neck bombing. It's nothing to do. I thought that was awesome. I was like, his name is Brian Wells. Get the fuck out of here. There's nothing. And, now, and then when you said. There's another guy named Brian Wells, which I thought you had said. I was like, what the what the fuck is that? I never no, heard of that. It's all over and over, Brian Wells. Um, but yeah, one time I was riding my... Uh, so, you know, I was riding my bike across country, right? And uh, I was in Kansas. Yeah, just leaving Chanute, Kansas. And... We're talking uh, East Kansas or West Kansas? Because you, you went all the way to Colorado. It's east. Okay. East Kansas. It's like you right as you're getting into Kansas is like Chanute. And then... Coming out of Nebraska? No, out of uh, Iowa, Louisiana, not Louisiana, uh, Illinois. It's Missouri, Illinois, Kansas is like right there. Okay, right, right. So I'm riding my bike and uh, some guy pulls up next to me and he's got like his wife in the car and everything. And he's like, hey, you need a place to stay? Where are you going? And I told him I'm going off the road. Because you're on a bike in a place where no one's on a bike. There's nothing. For Actually, like everyone's that. on the bike. It's the it's the Trans American Trail, and so this guy, if he lives there, people on bikes are passing through his town daily. Especially so, but the only people on bikes are people that are like doing this huge cyclists. Yeah, there's going to be cyclists on this. Like you're going to probably get to see at a certain time of year. You'll probably see at least the very least a couple a week, probably a couple a day at a, at peak times. So you'll see a couple guys a day. Riding both directions on this, but I can tell the transatlantic <clears throat> people because they got like packs. They on. got so packs. It's not a they kid got things. That's going to Seven yeah. Eleven, right? It's not just some dude on his bike. He's got. He's gonna have. He's gonna look like a. He's gonna be dressed in like neoprene superhero shit. He's gonna have big bags on the side of his bike, and he's gonna be like like Louis. On, no, not Louis. Gritty, on, filthy. This is a filthy probably. guy with like a beard. Uh, he's yeah, he probably now. I mean, yeah, probably maybe. filthy and a beard. Other than that, we can't say any further. But filthy and with a beard, right? <laughs> he's really stuck on this filthy thing so this guy he asked he's like you need a place to stay and I'm like uh, I mean he's like oh I'm up here so you know here's my address and I was like oh it's right there so I went up and he's like cool he's like you can camp like right in my yard and stuff and I was like alright he's like you can come in and take a shower he's like and then he's like uh, you know I'm camping in the morning I'm talking with him and he's like hey you need some water and I like got some water from him and then he's like um I don't know if I did I think I did take a shower he's like you want to take a shower and I was like okay and he's like okay yeah come inside come inside and I'm walking up to the house with him and he turned to look at me and uh, right before we stepped in the house and he I can't remember what he said dude he was like um and the whole time I'm getting the vibe I'm like they're hoarders there's a hoarder there's a hoarder house I'm going I'm about to go on a hoarder I can just tell by his you demeanor. got that vibe I just got I could tell by his because demeanor because the car because the car was like no, the car, it was fine it was fine I mean, it was by how timid he was to let me into the house but he wanted me. He wanted to be welcoming, and the more he talked to me, he's like, "This guy's nice. It's okay. He's not gonna judge me." And he's like, "I want to be helpful. I want to be helpful to this guy." But then he like was just like, you know, I could just tell by he was like, hey, like ah. and then he's like, he turned to me at one point, and he was like, "There's a little stuff. There's some stuff around. It's a little messy, right?" And I was like, "Hoarder house. <laughs> open the front door. <laughs> open the front door to just <laughs> shit." 
right? Ridiculous. Everywhere. Guy's super nice. His wife was in the back. She had her wig off. You can see her sitting on a bed, but it was like one of those like shotgun hallways. You can like look down, and she's just like in her room on her bed, piled up with shit to her ears on the other side, and like they just you know, don't like, sleep in her bed. Do anything. Just like, fucking old magazines. Exactly. It's exactly what it was. And you know, and then as I'm walking through, I like get a shot of the the living room from the kitchen. I look down, I can see in the living room, and there's a guy standing in the living room with a cup of water, and he's just standing. There's no TV on. There's nothing. He's just standing in the living room with a cup of water. And he's like, just kind of standing there shaking. And he goes, and the guy just very casually goes, that's Timmy. That's what he does. And that's my son. And I was like, <laughs> look, and it's Timmy, Timmy. Get out now, Timmy. Timmy was in the shower and get the fuck out of here, too. <laughs> Timmy's a little special, you know. He's standing there. He's touched, <laughs> you know. And it was, it turned out the guy was like an old, um, he was like an ex, he, he was the, the, the sheriff of the town at one point like the top guy in the town for a while and um, you know I sat for a long time and you know my dad worked in law enforcement as well and so it was, I was able to talk to him really easily and we sat and we had a few drinks and talked uh, for a while and I like slept a few drinks like did you broke up like a bottle or something or yeah what? we yeah we were drinking I don't remember what we were drinking it was like whiskey or something and he's like yeah now's about the time I start getting drunk and I'm like alright let's get drunk man and I was, you know, uh, drinking a lot at that time. And, uh, but that was my thing with like people who are hoarders. I'm like, well, I don't know. They're like, there's no, nothing ashamed of it. And then there was this other, there's other place further down the bike trail where it used to be an old general store. And these people have a house across the street and then they have a general store. And on the maps, it says it's still a general store, but it's also like a hostel. Like you could stay there, like on the, go camp out on the lawn and then go inside for the general store. Well, they're living in the general store now hoarded the fuck because the house is so hoarded they probably they're like we need more space to hoard they're like it's like set up like a living room but it was like it was like a general like a 7-eleven kind of thing general store but they were just living in it but you could actually buy shit there too though there was nothing to buy anymore oh there's nothing it was all just you're not getting that yeah i got these five (laughs) energies dude they had like opened pop tarts like one of them was like taken out and like broken off and they're like you can have those pop tarts I went to pick one up and like a road ran out of it and I was like nice but again they're super nice kind people like they were really awesome invited us in we all sat around and played Monopoly like there was a bunch of us that all sat around and played Monopoly that night we camped on their lawn super nice people and what's weird also is like the 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 mother of the house she was she kept saying how she's like well tomorrow I gotta start cleaning cleaning this up you know like just kept like, oh, sure. No. Knowing, like, I'm going to start getting to cleaning this up tomorrow, you know, like, and I feel like she's been saying that every day for, like, 30 years. That's probably the main topic out of mine. <laughs> I'm in a fucking nightmare of a mess. I'm in a nightmare. That's and the husband nightmare, dude. We have all that husbands, shit in And the husband's just like, all right, you'll get to it, you know? Like, he probably, I think he, like, goes to work somewhere, and then she just hangs around there, and every day... She tells him that she's going to clean it, and then he comes home, and she's like, oh, I picked up that table. And Check it out. Someone had all these Time magazines behind their house thrown out. <laughs> so I got we some. got them all now. <laughs> now I got them all. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't understand the. I don't understand that whole hoarding thing. Obviously, it's a thing that people have. I don't I get understand it. that. You do? <laughs> I can totally, I totally get it. What is the deal? Like, what is the, what's the insecurity? There's a there? number of... There's layers to it. One of them is uh, usefulness. Because everyone's been in a situation where... You they, need something. Oh, I got one of those. You need something. 
you had it, but you threw it away. And now you're like, I can't believe I threw that away. I can't believe I threw that. And now I'm in the situation where I need it. I threw it out. I'm never doing that again. I can't believe I did that. Right? And I think it starts like that. And then it gets to the point where you have so much trash. You're probably a procrastinator if you're that kind of, that's probably like part of the thing, your procrastination. And then it just becomes, it just gets away. It's like snowballs. And it starts going down that hill. Now it's impossible. Now, I'm never going to throw it all away. Let's now make you have so much of it and you're just like, boop. And you just put on blinders. You just ignore it because there's, you're like, I, this is like a mountain, a literal mountain of work. Once you have one room in your house that's almost filled with newspapers and whatever, it's just, you can't. what's wrong with doing the next room? Let's next just do room. the next room. I'm never going to get away from this. I'm never going to. You think one day I'll get to it, but then you just, after a while, you just start making yourself blind to it I could see that it. I could see that and it just so it starts with like so you think it must be a traumatic event then where they didn't have I think it like, oh my god Timmy fell in the well if only we had I think, whatever yes it has to I, be something traumatic you think or well I think it's it's a combination of all those things I think definitely there's people who do that they, they have some trauma from some point and like keeping things is almost like a security blanket to them and I, uh, whoa I can't believe that was on and you know that that aspect of it of is almost like what they use to explain it is like you know well I never know what I might need you know I'm gonna need that I might need that and uh, 1984 calendars from A and W root beer restaurants <laughs> that year's gone you never know you never know man has gone and everything's fuel I'll tell you this right now what a lot of people forget everything can be fuel if you need it man they're gonna be coming on their motorcycles trying to kill us all I got all kinds of fuel <laughs> here I'm gonna be on I'm gonna be nice and warm where are you gonna be where are you gonna be you know, you know when, you know when, when you know there's no gold behind our money, right? First of all, and all that shit's gonna burn up. And you know what? It's gonna be bottle caps. You know how many bottle caps I got? Now, someone told me because um, I did watch a couple episodes of that show, Hoarders. I can't do it. I can't watch that show. You can't watch I'll those never train wrecks because it's just too. Um, I don't know. I don't want to get too inside on someone's like when it's that bad of a dysfunction. I don't want to see that. I don't. And it's so dep- It's such a depressing thing. <laughs> But someone said on, one of, on the one of the two that I watched, they were like, his theory was it's like a pearl where they have one thing that does have some value, or at least to them, and then after that, they're just saving everything around it because they're not sure, but also they're just building around that thing. Mm-hmm. So like maybe they got like a fucking Babe Ruth fucking rookie card under every Time magazine ever, and then lesser important things and lesser important things until... You just got those. What do you call them? Goat trails. That's what they call. There's so there's levels of hoarding. I think it goes all the way from like level. You're level one to six, and level it's like a little bit of clutter, and then it gets to the point where it's like like things are messy, clutter, and then it gets to like two to three is like goat trails, and then like towards the end is like dead animals and feces. But goat trails is like yeah, hoarding dead animals. You get so many cats, and they just like fall under something and die. And like a stack of magazines, stack of a magazine avalanche kills. Spooky fell under the magazine avalanche, and he died. And then there's like, and the cats are shitting everywhere. It's not like you're gonna clean the litter box. Like, and then there's some people. There's some people like the plumbing stops working, so they start shitting in like Ziplocs and putting that stuff around, and they don't throw it away. It's just. I mean, I do that sometimes, but it would be ridiculous to do that like all the time. I know. I mean, ridiculous. Ziplocs too, you know, like a regular bag, but the Ziplocs they're expensive. You know, you might as well be doing it in those bags with the, the little plastic thing that goes. Plastic tab. Yeah. Yeah. The zipper. Can you imagine shitting in that? That would be ridiculous when there's just open bags all over the place. I know. Well, 
I, yeah, it's a very interesting thing. Um, that was quite a little side. I liked it though. A little so that's side. A, trip. So we went from because in the show in Evil Genius. So what we're trying to say is you should definitely watch Evil Genius. That uh, was a good choice. Evil Genius. I haven't finished it yet, but I will watch. The I last think I'm two. definitely because I need to know what the deal is. Yeah. I need to know what I, I, I need that bitch to be brought to justice is what deal. I need. After watching an episode and a half, that bitch needs to be brought to justice. That's what I'm thinking. Who? <laughs> well, I can't, I can't say. I, I don't want to ruin it, but I'll tell what you what. You can't say it. Something needs to happen. How about this? Whoever blew that dude's head. It wasn't even like his head blew off either, by the way. It was like his chest took right. like a concussion. It wasn't as yeah. graphic as I might have thought. A bomb like strapped to you. I mean, it definitely yeah, fucked the dude fucked up. up yeah. And that's not cool. Even though the guy... Didn't do himself a good job. Like I said, he, he could have really right. Jason Statham it out and like pers- made a big pursuit. And got think- Bruce Willis would still be alive if they did that to him. He would have figured it out, gotten it there. Uh, Liam Neeson, definitely. Jason Statham, we know, would have brought him to justice within 90 minutes. Right. He would have strapped the bomb on them. He, he would have strapped the, the bomb on them. That would have been beautiful. And he'd go, now what do you think about having this? Stri-? He doesn't even do the clever lines. He, it's all so It's quick. all action, yeah. Um... Yeah, so I definitely think ne- by next week, uh, we'll, I'm going to have that wrapped up. We'll, we'll close it up and then jump into something else on Netflix. Let's do a two-parter. Let's do a two-parter because it's, it's really good. Yeah, well, because we I'm already giving it. I mean, we all, we already, we've only watched half, but at this point, I'm, tell, I'm calling it a gotta watch. Honestly, gotta I'm watch. Personally, I am. Definitely a gotta watch. And I was captivated by that. But here's the thing. Let me, this is the last thing I want to say before wrapping the whole thing up. I was watching it, and I was like, is it that it's like good? Or is it that they were just given this amazing story, and they're just covering it? Like, is it good? You know? No, I don't. Do you know think what I'm so. saying? I don't think so. I alluded to that earlier, where I said they didn't do a good job building up where a dude dies on film. Right. They did not do a good job. That's not something you're going to see in a lot of productions. I'm just right. <laughs> they didn't do a good job of, of building that. I don't right. think. I think that was almost a part of the, um, uh, the way they would do it. Like, they want to pull you in with that. Like, this is this huge... Because everything after that was a little more mild. Like, here's the big, crazy event. Yeah, let's, let's dig... Let's everything after the, a human dying on they're the like, film was downhill. They're like, here, let's put this, put this up front. <laughs> after that, you're okay. But you're going to watch this first. I don't think it was that great of a production. The, yeah, and, and there was it wasn't, a lot of, It wasn't terrible either, though. It's, yeah. I would say it's better than, like, an e-Hollywood story. Sometimes those are good. But the, think about the ones that you liked, because you must have seen some e, tr- e true Hollywood stories. Uh, yeah, they were on a couple times. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you any right now. But it's yeah. a, right, but you, it, if you liked the person, or if they, ha- or even if you didn't know the person, but they had an interesting arc, mm-hmm. you're sucked in on it. But they're not great production value. That was not great production value, but it was a little better than like an e true Hollywood story. And it's a good story. Like I want to know how it turned out. I want to know how it happened. Yeah. I want to know what I want to know what the deal is, man. Yeah. I'm gonna keep saying that. What is the deal? What is the deal? <laughs> Tell me what the deal is. <laughs> All right. So uh, now our our we did talking we did the the show a little bit different this week, and instead of actually having like big things, uh, or not big, we just did uh, instead of having like little points that we were talking about or little topics, we decided to just go conspiracy. And you were going to tell, do a conspiracy, and I'm going to do a conspiracy. Like as a theme for the whole the ass end of the app. For the app, yeah. So here we are going into, uh, let's let's dig into our conspiracies. This is this is where we're at. Um, so we're going to talk. Do you want to, do you want to go? So, so first, before we even, uh, let's just, I thought it was interesting. Now, the, the, the term conspiracy theory came out um, 
came out uh, when the JFK thing happened. Well, that's when you know, the JFK thing. Yeah, but and it was because the um, uh, it was because the 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 FBI and the CIA or, or whatever they wanted to. Everyone was worried or thinking that the government did this, and they wanted to demean it by making this colloquial sort of term that was like that almost uh, uh, um, shrunk it and almost like Just trivialized it yeah. and undermined it. Ah, it's a conspiracy, and all, it's a it's conspiracy theory. You're giving me a theory. It's almost it's supposed to be. That's what it was coined though around the JFK assassination. And it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be for people who were coming up with these ideas against the government for doing this, and they'd be like, "No, nah, dude, that's just a conspiracy theory." Like it's supposed to immediately shut it down, turn it off. You're a wacko. You're a wacko. This is BS. Yeah. Right. And so that's that's the way it came, and uh, that's the way it happened. And of course, that is the mother of all conspiracy theories. Over like a thousand books have been written about the. When JFK. I hear conspiracy just, theory, I you definitely think, am thinking of who JFK. shot JFK. What yep. the fuck happened? What is the deal, right? And what is I, the deal? I love it. Just <laughs> swing the hammer. And um, so then, uh, uh, but there's there's so many there's so many there's when especially when you have large government there's so many people there's so many moving parts it can it just makes it seem. As if something can happen in there. Can you, I'm sorry. Can you hold on just like one second, man? I don't yeah. know. Actually, you know what? Let's just keep going. This, everyone knows what I'm doing. There's nothing. Nothing's crazy has happened. Okay, so um, you, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was just so many different conspiracy theories that that happened. Uh, Once you get into a large, complex society with so many people and so many different agendas, if somebody wants to believe a series of coincidences, or even if they, it's more. I think if it's more like a constellation where it's like. When you look at a constellation, it's never like a perfect picture of what they're saying. I never they see go, it. They call it the right. They call it the arrow. <laughs> see, there's like one is the tip there, and that's I'm like you're missing like 58 percent of the points. And they just like, draw a picture, but with you kind of see it. No, you're really working to make it look like it's there. So okay, but that's typically what is conspiracy theories, and sometimes it is hard to disprove because if you're of a mind that the 28 percent of the points that you can see are something that you could figure might actually have happened, then you start to, you know, you'll give them more license and be like, I can see that. Because we all know there are many groups that are powerful that exert their influence in invisible ways. And all, I mean, anything you can think of. When you think of something as inert as corn, you know that there's millionaire farmers out there and millionaire politicians getting together and money is being exchanged to, to change the fate of corn. Mm-hmm. So well, when you yeah, hear about yeah, bigger things, you're like, of course, of course, there's shit happening behind the curtain that is making that happen. And then mm-hmm. something does happen, and people are like, I was already thinking something was going to happen, even if it wasn't what you thought. You'll adjust to be like, of course, yeah, that's only five percent away from what I was saying, or ten percent away, and all the bullshit stuff that I've been spewing must be substantiated now. Right. That's what I think about when I think about the conspiracy theory people and they always believe more than one fucking conspiracy theory it's never just one that's what usually discredits them if they were like listen I'm totally sane I, I pay taxes I'm li- chemtrails is really the only thing but the chemtrail like guys are always like chemtrails is like JFK, one of a thousand 9-11 <laughs> they're like it's never just one and then you're like oh I get it that's your thing that's your thing everything is a conspiracy it's nobody, nobody has I mean they might have a fave 
but all of right. them are viable, complete things. It's, it's something about blowing the lid. I want to blow the lid off it. Right. I want to be in the know. They want to have information that you know. don't. I, got, I know you don't, and mm-hmm. I do. And you know, to be honest, with, with just before we even dig into conspiracies in themselves, there's so many of them I, there's, that I believe. Uh, Great wait, great theory. A great line that I heard when I was looking up this episode. I don't know who said it, but it was it was a fairly big name that said the conspiracy theory is the ultimate leveler for the powerless. Mm-hmm. There's nothing they can do, but they can sit back and, and imagine that they have this inside information. They know because they're getting screwed, right? There are a lot of people in America, even forget about other countries where you're definitely all getting screwed. In America, even people are getting screwed, and there's nothing you can do about it. But you can sit back and say, I'm, I'm, "Me and this guy next to me are both getting screwed." Another but dozen. I know what's going on, motherfucker. He doesn't know what's going on. Andy's getting screwed. I'm getting screwed. But I know what I know all about it. So don't think you're getting over on me just because I'm making nothing and I'm living in. I know what's happening. I and it. I also feel like that person who said that that like it's it's the greatest leveler. It's just another way to undermine it and be like. You're creating a leveler. It's like, that's not a leveler. You sound like an idiot. At least that guy is just going to work and knowing he's... You're an idiot for trying to create this level. Because it's not really a leveler. But I, right. I feel that it does help people. It helps. It helps you Gain some feel, control in their lives. Exactly. And that's what it is. Fabricated. When you feel like you're being controlled control. and you need to... Yeah, you feel like you're being controlled by the greater things. You know, I think it's a lot of coincidence where you can connect dots. A lot of... A lot of people in high power have the same mentality. And in that same mentality, they make decisions that make it look like they're working together. But in reality, for a a super big organization like the Illuminati to work, they would have to work perfectly and flawlessly together. Like, not undermining each other, not trying to fucking kill each other. Like, they would have to work flawlessly as an organization. No one would have to be able to talk. No one would talk. No one would make a peep. People are terrible at keeping secrets. Like, who are the people that planted the bomb bombs in the twin towers like why haven't they walked out and been like oh i planted charges at the twin? But like there's two or or i was hired to do it or i hired somebody like there's too many people to, to be, be fair had any of those muhammad's lived they'd be but, bragging but, but, but i mean that's the thing it wasn't it wasn't the muhammad's it wasn't <laughs> it was the it was the bushes it was the it was the it was the government you know what that's what i'm saying is right. in those conspiracy theories too many people have to be involved to keep all of them quiet and 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 for everyone's like pointing and like pointing figures. I mean, people people come out and like with like UFOs and aliens and stuff. But uh, anyway, so let's let's what you you talked about the Illuminati. Your thing was the Illuminati. So uh, that, enlighten us. That's what I picked because it's something that you hear a lot, and it's interesting to me that people throw it out there. So the Illuminati is is, is actually a thing. Uh, <laughs> in the late 1700s in Bavaria, some guys started a society because they were like, we're sick of people dying by being typical 1700s or 18th century whatever you want to call them idiots and just dying from eating rotten meat or the stuff that they believed back then it must have been bloodletting bubonic plagues just the religious things that were running their world Mm -hmm. anyone with any sense in that period was like we let's start the society to kind of find ways to get us away from being ruled by religion that was what it was how it started and of course they were like alright now no Jews they didn't have to say no blacks because that was a hundred years beyond anyone even entertain that but they said no Jews they, we hate but we're going to get out of the religious did they were they really anti-Semitic yeah oh shit yeah that's right off the bat 
It didn't even no last Catholics. that long, by the way. It lasted like 25 years. No, no Catholics, no Jews. No Catholics, no Jews. So it Jews. wasn't just so the, the Jews weren't like singled out. No Jews were, sing- Jews were singled out, but the Catholic uh, religion was kind of what their thing was. That was part of their thesis. But you said is, they wanted to get away from religion. They did. They were like, how do we deal with these idiot Catholics? <laughs> so you could be a Catholic, but like... You know, I'm a Catholic, but I have problems with some of the stuff they're saying. Right, right. Like I believe this and this, but not this. So, the but the anti-Semitic thing was a, a, definitely a big deal. I mean, like so many any so many societies, groups, whatever, going back even a hundred years, dude. No Jews was like it was a huge thing, which which just always cracks me up because they've picked this one religion to be like the stepchild when they're all pretty much the same goddamn thing. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm sure there's reasons for all these different groups to have their hatreds for whatever, whatever they were that were bound in some type of physical thing. Like this guy screwed this guy and then it became. So how, how long did it last altogether? Cause you I said mean, it didn't last. Long. No, like 20 years or whatever. Really? Yeah. They started it and then the membership didn't get like crazy. So how did it grow into this? Well, it manner? hasn't, it's not this big. It's not. No, no. This idea. Like, well, so how, yeah. So, yeah, let me get into that. So, the actual group started in the 1700s. Shortly after it started, it was actually, they, they started, some of the membership was high caliber people in, in Europe. Because they spread from Bavaria to other group areas. And uh, at some point, they, they drew enough fire that they were like, we're going to start, we're going to go after these guys. Because we don't want, they were discrediting the church leaders, which were very powerful back then. And they were discrediting the government, which was tied into the church. And once that happened, they were like, you guys think you're so smart? How about we fucking lock everyone up or kill mm-hmm. everyone or whatever? Mm-hmm. The basic tactics. So it, it kind of broke up. Bread and butter kind of shit. Bread and butter <laughs> kind of shit for 1776. <laughs> like, we, you fucking know what's happening here. So then, very long time, not much happened. I, you could read the history of it. And I know that there were like little splinter groups and trying to restart and all that. But nothing big. But the, the it was always there. So I think when any other like-minded organization of like we're going to be the ones that are enlightened above the masses and make things happen it always was kind of you know a nod to the illuminati which was like the the first attempt at something like this flash forward now we're thinking american culture right we're thinking how is beyonce and madonna in this group it was only jay-z a thousand bavarians right how is that well in the 60s there was a group known as the discordians who were trying to get make some just make a little name for themselves, and it, it was not a serious thing at all. But they wrote letters to Playboy, as they were the you know. And if you want to really grow your clandestine organization, well, they, <laughs> you hit the main source of popular right, culture. Right. Playboy was pretty big in the '60s, so they wrote these letters blaming the Illuminati for stuff and saying that they knew what the Illuminati was doing and that there's this force running America and blah blah. blah. People got into it because, like you said, in the '60s, conspiracy theories started to take root. So that's why I was like, "Oh, that's interesting that the term conspiracy theory came out of the '60s." Mm-hmm. These guys were kind of trying to just tap into that. Probably didn't give a shit about the Bavarians or the people that actually, you know, with the little bunny ears I'm making here, run the world. They just were trying to get a little name for themselves. So they wrote these letters saying what the Illuminati did, but they mentioned the Illuminati. Right, right, right. And it kind of took hold. And now you have a couple of people flash forward to like modern times. People are talking about the Illuminati. There are two people that I saw mentioned in my research. Number one, 
a guy named Mark Dice, that's a YouTuber, his name is like Mark Scholdice or something, psycho. Everything he does is about conspiracies. Oh, that's his whole thing. That's how he's gotten his YouTube followers. I don't blame him. If you talk about a couple of these things and now you have 50,000 more followers, you're just going to keep going. That's what his thing yeah, is. I'm sure he doesn't give a shit about any of them. I'm sure he's not that stupid. You wouldn't be able to get to that point unless you, you know, yeah. were above all that stuff. This other guy, David Ick, is a more interesting Ike. case. Ike. David Ike. <laughs> so David Ike is a British guy that was a soccer player turned broadcaster. I was thinking like a, like a Brent Musburger or mm. like, you know who Brent Musburger is? No. But, you know, like a, um, not the biggest, not like Howard Cosell or Bob Costas. You know those guys. You know who Bob Costas is? No, no, no. He's like... He'll do the Olympics. He'll do the Super Bowl. He'll do like Monday Night Football. He's huge. He'll do boxing matches that are like the big boxing Damn. match. But this guy was more like a Brent Musburger did football games. He did. How about the guy who um, Albert Merv, Marv Albert? You know who Marv Albert nah, is? Man. Okay. How about this? Just like a pretty well respected middle of the line sportscaster. That's all he does is talk during games. Maybe he's a talking head in between games or whatever. David Ike. Went nuts. At some point, for whatever reason, he said he had this vision. A ghost talked to him. He went and saw a medium because he was having pain, probably related to being a goalkeeper in, in Britain for all those years. He had to leave because of some arthritic thing with his ankles or his legs or something. And he had pain recurring from that. And then he saw some... He was respected. He could go talk and talk about sports. And everyone loved him because he was a guy that... He was in there. You know what I mean? He did that for a while, and then he, he talked to this medium. The medium told him the world was going to have cataclysmic earthquakes and floods and all that, and you were going to have to help people understand what's happening. And he took that ball and ran with it, and then he went out and did this big speech like in the early 90s where he put all his theories out there, and people openly were laughing their asses off like, what are you fucking talking about, dude? I know. And it ruined him. It ruined him. He was... He was like Brent. He was like a sports caster that was just going to make money doing whatever, and he just dropped. And he wasn't hireable for like years after. But now he's got this base, and he's all about the conspiracy theories. His, so, oh, so he's yeah, he's about the. They don't think he's in the Illuminati. No, he just talks he's, about. He's spreading knowledge about right. the Illuminati and aliens have this technology and ridiculous shit. We're going to have machines. What the medium told him actually was that. At some point in the near future, like in our lifetimes, like 20 years in the future, we're going to have these machines that are going to allow us to move around in a way that will make time irrelevant. Really? And this alien technology. I mean, like way out there shit, dude. Just way out in left field bullshit. So anyway, he's one of these guys. He propagates the Illuminati stuff and it's out there enough that people hear it and then people start to make their own connections. And every once in a while, someone of some actual note, like this guy, David Icke, do that and people go why would he do that he was like respected there must be something behind it they don't say he just went nuts they go there must be something behind it and then they they carry it on another guy paul hellier dude he was the defense minister of canada this is not like a dude living in his mom's basement the defense minister of canada in the 90s he came out with his bold statement bold is an understatement alien technology is out there, but it's being suppressed by the elite, a.k.a. synonymous with the Illuminati, because they have very valuable oil interests, and mm -hmm. this 
alien technology could solve all of our problems, environmental and you know resource limit limitation problems, everything with their technology, but they keep it under wraps because they have so much money in oil, it would undermine their investments. And that's, this is that's yeah that is a that's defense a big one. minister of fucking Canada. Oh yeah, that's, Paul Hellier. That dude blew me away because when you have these guys in big posts. And it made me think of the friggin' lead singer from, we just talked about him a few episodes ago, the lead singer from um, Blink-182? Is that the dude? Yes, uh, um, his name is, he was the... Psycho boy. Uh, man. But the Tom, lead... Tom, Tom DeLonge. Tom DeLonge, yeah. This dude went Tom DeLonge. Now, Tom DeLonge is just the lead singer of Blink-182, so who the fuck knows what it actually takes to become the lead singer of Blink-182 as far as noodles go. But this guy was the defense minister of Canada. So right. That's a big one for disclosure. Right. This is one. one of those ones that is hard, but people have mental you know, he's not psychotic there. there's breaks. A, there's a lot, well, there's a lot of people that say they were in, in different things. and So I can move this right into Robert Bigelow. Robert Bigelow. Let's move right into Robert Bigelow because uh, unfortunately I have to get out of here like pretty soon uh so let's move this right into uh robert bigelow who was a um robert bigelow was a big business mogul uh very, tea bags i'm thinking tea bags uh th- maybe i don't know he did a lot of things uh budget in and sweets is like his no big shit thing, yeah. okay bigelow is a big tea name but i'm sure there's a lot of big yes it is like so budget uh, in and sweets budget ins are budget like in. they're like huge it's huge and when he just like elon musk when he was very young they saw like a rocket launch somewhere and he was like my life is gonna do with space I'm not smart enough to be a scientist, but I'm going to make enough money so I can pay someone to help me get into space, right? That was like his whole thing. Elon Musk. Just like Elon Musk. Okay. And so he has uh, Bigelow Aerospace. Uh, he's like a multi, you know, million, billion dollar guy. Uh, he's got Bigelow Air and Space. All he's from like, budget ins? A budget ins a number of different like Smaller type things. Okay. Like, but his, he's got like hotels and like all different kinds of shit, right? And so what I got into reading about, which as I began reading, it's not necessarily even a conspiracy theory because there's no like conspiracy behind it. Other than that, like, you know, maybe the government has some knowledge of these things and they're not telling us, but they probably don't. They probably know just as much as us. And by saying that, it means that there's something that's more powerful than them. And that doesn't look good for the government because then we lose faith in the government. So it, it's, it behooves them to continue just to be like, yeah, it exists and we're hiding it from you. So... Like, that's their best angle to take. But really, they're like, we don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> right? So, um, but Robert, but Robert Bigelow, he, there was this uh, ranch in Utah, in like Ute, Unintah County. And it's like 480 to 500 acres of land that the Ute, um, that the Ute Indians just will not go on. They say it's, they call it Skinwalker Path, and it was they they were cursed by the Navajo Indians. The Navajo Indians cursed the Ute, and they were like, uh, "We're this whole land is cursed. We're, we will never go there. None of us will ever go to this land." This is like a big rectangle that's five hundred acres. Yeah, five hundred acres of land. We will never go there. We won't it's called it's Skinwalker Pathway, and Skinwalkers in their um, in their uh, uh, what's it called? in their mythology or whatever you want to call it is these shape-shifting kind of entities that can possess people but can also shape-shift and sort of be anything from Bigfoot to UFOs 
to spirits and poltergeist things. And that's what Native Americans see, all that stuff is kind of like the same thing. These like skinwalkers, like witches in a way, right? And so there's this ranch there and uh, the family actually, there was a family that bought the ranch in 2000, I'm sorry, 1994, Terry Sherman. So it was Sherman Ranch for a couple of years. And they own the ranch. And while they're moving, it was a, they wanted it to be a cattle ranch. And as they're moving their stuff in to the cattle ranch, a wolf like attacked a calf, like came out and like attacked a calf. And old Terry Sherman got his shot, uh, got his rifle out, and like went up to it and like blasted from a close range. This as wolf. we all would. I mean, we have who hasn't shot a wolf? Who hasn't shot a wolf? It's attacking your calf, and he's like, "Blow!" And the thing didn't even look at him. And he's like, "Chick, chick." Plow, and the thing so just keeps going. Shot. Chick, chick, plow. No, he's hitting it every time. Chick, chick, plow. Chick, chick. Six times he shoots this wolf. Doesn't even acknowledge that he's there. Just keeps attacking. Thing eventually just like gets up and he's like, "I'm done with this shit. I'm whatever." Trots off into like the brush or whatever. Disappears. So right out of the gate, they're like, "Well, that's kind of weird." All their houses, uh, sorry, the house, all the windows to the house had latches and like deadbolts on inside and outside. And they're like, well, that's kind of weird, right? And uh, immediately, strange shit just starts happening. Just immediately. Cattle mutilations. Like, they're trying to run a ranch. Their cattle are getting, like, picked up. And, like, they'll... they'll one... Uh, an entire herd of bull disappeared one day. And they found them all shoved into a... Uh, like, an, a, a trailer that they don't use anymore somewhere. And then um, they would wake up every morning to uh, crop circles, like, outside the house... Uh, they would go, they would go shopping, come home with shopping bags, put everything away, leave the room, come back, everything's sitting in shopping bags on the counter. They would, uh, there was a family, like a number of kids, they would all go to sleep, like if when they finally could, like if they could get sleep, sleep was terrible. They would have horrific nightmares and then all meet in the morning and then find out they all had the same nightmare. And so they started sleeping in the same room together. And it was crazy. Just crazy. And then, like, there was this occurrence where the guy was like, uh, Wait, uh, is, who's Robert? What does Robert Bigelow have? Getting there. Okay. So they. Uh, this is the Shermans that This is the Shermans. Okay. So, right now, this is 94. So, the Shermans now, uh, like, what else happened? They, um, like, one instant was that their fields all lit up like a football stadium. But there was nothing shining like Everything just lit up like a football stadium. And it was at night. And they're like, oh, geez, this is not good. Like, what is this? What's happening right now? Like, just crazy shit just kept happening. Uh, they saw like a UFO, it was a massive triangle UFO the size of two football fields over their ranch, and it was just crazy shit happening. And um, so finally, they just wanted to get out. They didn't know what to do. They had kids, a whole family. They're like, "This place is horrible. This is terrible." They made it from '94 to '96 until Robert Bigelow came in. It was like 200 grand, give it to me. And they're like, "Please, take my ranch, please. Just get." Please. Did they, they buy it at like a massive loss? Like did they buy it for uh, 400? You know, them? honestly, I got a feeling the person who who sold it to them probably was like that's probably why they moved in there like this is a steal and they're like it's haunted as shit <laughs> and they're like whatever haunted as fuck no just sign right there <laughs> exactly and uh but Robert Bigelow buys it and sets up his this something aerospace um like studies there oh so he buys it knowing it's haunted no he wanted like... it to be haunted and so he can have all this stuff there and then he ended up selling it to something called like adamantium holdings which is like a shell corporation for something else that nobody really knows what it is and that's who owns it now uh there used to be a road that went through it but it's all closed off and if you approach it uh guards will come out and be like no 
but he used to own it, and, and he himself says he's like, I have 100% without a doubt. He's gone on like, he went on 60 Minutes and did this. He went on 60 Minutes as, as Robert Bigelow. You know, he's like, I, with 100% without a doubt, know that uh, aliens exist. They have visited our planet. On and 60 I'm, Minutes. On 60 Minutes. When and was he, this? Like this years, is even bigger than a dude ago. getting his head blown off. A couple of years ago. A couple of years ago. Robert Bigelow was like, I 100% believe it. And he's put in a boatload of money in researching it. Personally, he's like, I want to research that shit. What is that? He wants to know what the deal is. <laughs> Does that say something of my age, by the way, that I'm like, it was on 60 Minutes? I need to see that. Because if it's that, that's the Bible. 60 Minutes 60 is the Bible. <laughs> Come on, man. They don't fuck around. I've never seen but, anything um, on 60 Minutes I could dispute. That's good. But, dude, I, I got to fucking, I got to jump out of here. Um, so that's, that's what I, I came up with. We're, this is a really, this is an exciting episode. This is a great episode. I had a lot of fun with this. Next week, we're going to come back. And, uh, you know, we, maybe we can dabble about what we were just talking about. But next week, I thought it would be fun to do our favorite thing in American history. We should. Because I think the that? angle that I like most about this crazy thing is that it's in America. And, like, this guy that's got all this money in the line is out there telling us that there's something haunted. So, yeah, yeah I like the idea of let's do our favorite thing in American history. Our favorite thing in, in American history. Uh, we'll come back next week. That'll be our thing. We'll also touch on what the evil genius Go over our names that we have. Maybe we'll do the Netflix game that we did before. Uh, we've done a couple times. We'll and, have the uh, name for next week. I think we're gonna have. The I think we're gonna have week. the name for next week. I think we are. Yeah. But thank you everybody for listening. Uh, this has been a really great episode. Which is a perfect place to land. Perfect time to land. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Isaiah. Thank you, thank listeners. You. Thank you, listeners. Thank and you. thank you, Zephyr Hills Water. Thank you, Zephyr Hills. Water. Yes. Right More watery than normal.